And I think it can be easy for us to see our struggles, our differences as flaws, or that these differences are a weakness. Welcome to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we dive deep into all things self-healing, transformation, and building dreams. I'm Julie Householder, and it is my passion to share powerful tools to empower you to transform your life and reach new heights. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we will dive into the game-changing practice of taking your struggle and taking a certain struggle and flipping it into a superpower. Before we hop into our episode, let's do some deep breaths together, ground our nervous systems, and re-oxygenate our brains. So wherever you are right now, I just invite you to really notice how you're breathing without changing it. Noticing if it feels shallow or if it feels like it's deeper today. Honoring wherever it is. And then slowly drawing a full deep breath in through your nose. And just release everything that's happened to this moment so far in this day. Exhale out through your mouth. Again, drawing another full deep breath in. And exhale. Another full deep breath in. And exhale. In the first stages of my healing journey, I saw my body, my brain, my trauma as things that I needed to fix. I perceived these aspects of myself as if I was inherently broken, that something was wrong with me, wrong with my body, wrong with my brain. And this fixing approach was very much rooted in my self-hatred as a teenager when I really hated my body, my skin, my appearance, like I just wished I could like fix it. For some of you, you followed my work in the past and I've talked a lot about my personal health journey physically with autoimmune presenting symptoms as well as my mental health journey with trauma and PTSD, anxiety, depression, and being hypersensitive, empathic and how these aspects of my system, my body, mind, spirit system, served as catalysts for my transformation, as well as the guiding compass that led me to wanting to help others and led me to my studies and ultimately this this podcast and, and everything that I've done professionally. And this past year, I've been coming to terms with my neurodivergence, and what it means to wrap my struggles with love, gentleness, and kindness, how I am working on breaking patterns of self-criticism, and instead challenging myself with the question of how can I take these aspects of myself or things that I struggle with and actually see them as my superpower, or how those aspects of what I've struggled with have brought upon different superpowers that I have now. My brain is neurodivergent, 
The specifics of this neurodivergence is something that I haven't talked about much publicly until this episode because there's a lot of tenderness around this for me for a variety of reasons. My beautiful brain that I'm so grateful for um, has overlapping functioning and experiences that went undiagnosed for most of my life. I have ADHD and some aspects of this also present similar to ASD as well as you know the anxiety that I've had and like social anxiety and, and different overlapping situations that are along a variety of spectrums. And I've had many people and even health practitioners tell me that ADHD is not a real thing. And I've experienced discriminatory comments in work environments from general people that were very painful. And I grew up in a family where five out of the six people in my initial family of origin definitely presented as ADD, ADHD. And the thing about these brain differences is that there are many different kinds. There's, again, a spectrum, and it shows up in everyone very differently. No two people are the same, whether it be ADD, ADHD, ASD, etc. I suppose I haven't really talked a lot about this topic because a part of me is still navigating the tenderness in those experiences. And I have the understanding that many in the general public um, are unfamiliar or undereducated about these topics, especially if they don't have anyone in their life who is neurodivergent. And that can sometimes lead to painful comments or painful jokes. But regardless of the, the vulnerability that I feel, I think this topic is really important. And maybe, just maybe in my sharing my experiences and what I'm working towards doing in my personal life and my personal self-love journey, that this can be of service to one of you listeners. And I know that each one of us right now are struggling through something or have struggled through something and are navigating rigor. And I think it can be easy for us to see our struggles, our differences, our life rigors as flaws or something that's happening to us or aspects of ourselves and our lives that prove that we're broken or that these differences are a weakness. And I can be the first one to tell you that I felt this way for so many years. But with time and practice, I began to see gifts in my experiences. I began to see the strengths that I developed as a result of my struggles. And I began to see the person I have become today that I don't think would have been possible without the environments, the experiences, traumas that I've navigated in this lifetime. I want to highlight that when we look for gifts in challenging situations or experiences or whatever it is, it's not to diminish or disregard the rigor of what is or invalidate our feelings and forcefully move into this toxic positivity. It just simply serves as a practice you can try out to expand how you view yourself and ultimately how you see life. To be able to acknowledge that there are pockets of light in darkness, in struggle. And to view things holistically and to bring love and gentleness to any possible paradigms and patterns of self-criticism, self-hatred, self-doubt, 
we unconsciously carry from our home environment, society, or conclusions that we've made based on painful life experiences. And there's some powerful questions that I invite you to sit with. This is something that I do frequently. I like to write questions and actually map out my answers. So I'll write a reflective question at the top of a piece of paper and I will map out my thoughts or memories or feelings, whatever comes up in my mind and my body, I'll write what I'm feeling um, as I ask this question. Sometimes I make diagrams or drawings or bullet point lists. And some great questions to ask are the following. What thoughts do I have around my current struggles? How do I talk about them in my mind and to others? How do I view myself in these struggles? What gifts and superpowers do I have in this struggle? What is the hidden blessing in this circumstance? How has this aspect of my life or myself grown me? How can I take this circumstance and grow into a more expanded version of myself. And then looking forward, how can I better give kindness, gentleness, and love for myself and others? How can I take these superpowers, gifts, or knowledge that I acquired through my life experiences and my growth and use them in the world? Can I use them to help others and make a difference? Is there someone that I know who's struggling with this as well? And ultimately, how can I help others? In my life, some things have been incredibly frustrating. And it can be difficult um, when you have neurodivergent ways of being. And at the same time, I've seen such beautiful gifts to my mind my heart and my soul in my soul's evolution in this lifetime that wouldn't have been possible without these aspects of my functioning. My neurodivergence grants me what's called a hyperfocus. So I can become super passionate about something and just pour all of my focus into it, all of my energy into it. Also, I have a lot of energy. I'm a fast action taker, intuitive connected and in tune with emotions and energy and other people, objects and physical spaces and nature ecosystems and the collective. I have a lot of hypersensitivity in that regard. I'm very creative, entrepreneurial, and a lot of these experiences have led me to become more compassionate towards others and their struggles. With social media, and even in person, as we speak to others, we only see a tiny fraction of of what they're truly going through. Many of us who go through internal, invisible rigors work very hard to navigate a world that is generally not accommodating to not just optimally function, but to thrive. And when we have this understanding in mind, And as hopefully we turn inwards with kindness to embrace ourselves more fully and all of the parts of ourself that we carry, we can then embrace others more fully and together build 
a healthier, kinder world. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I love creating it. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at JULHouseholder or my website, juliehouseholder.com. I love hearing how you've integrated these episodes into your life. And if you feel called, please leave a review on iTunes so we can help others reach new heights. Mm-hmm.